So lockdown fam, if you've ever wanted to know what it's like behind the scenes of Train Effective, we just released this documentary. It goes so into depth about this journey we've gone on with Train Effective. I'm like, I think it's one of the best pieces of work we've ever done, maybe even the best. And the feedback so far has been really overwhelming. Got a lot of DMs and messages of people saying either that they're inspired or like, I don't know, people crying, like it's been a journey. So um, make sure you go watch the documentary on YouTube. It's on Train Effective. And you gotta, you gotta search for the unspoken truth of Train Effective. It's a new documentary, it's about 20 minutes long, but if you guys really wanna get in depth and really understand the stories and the people and myself and everything, um, you're gonna love it. So the unspoken truth of Train Effective is now live on the Train Effective YouTube channel. Watch the documentary leave a comment, and let's get into lockdown. Yes, guys, uh, what's up? It's lockdown, the three X's. You guys know what the three X's is. If you know what the three X's is, give me those three emojis. The three emojis are number one, no excuses. Number two, excellence. We always strive for excellence. We don't want to go for mediocrity, right? No, we want to go for the best. And number three is, are you ready? Yes, unity. Everybody that's here, Nook, Ben Olsen, Ellie, everybody right here, we get better together when we're stronger because who makes the decisions in life, whether you progress or reach your goal or whatever? Yes, a lot of it's down to you and your own hard work and your dedication, but a lot of the times the way you progress is through the people, the community, the people that support you. That's how, you can't do everything by yourself. That's what I'm talking about today. It's all about the three X's. That's what we preach. And I'm very, very uh, excited to talk about the three greats that you might have seen in the YouTube thumbnail. You might have seen in the Instagram, IG thumbnail. The three greats are, you guys know who they are? Say them right now. If you can say all the three before me, you're going to get a quick shout out right now. But number one is one guy on my screen. He's a legend. Uh, has won the NBA championship multiple times, MVP multiple times, and considered one of the greatest basketballers and athletes of all time, if not the greatest athlete of all time. His name is, it's not you, I am E24CK with a Ibrahimovic number nine on his display picture. It's not, it's not you. It could be, but not right now. Yes, Olaf845 just said it. To show you, it's Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, one of the greatest basketballers of all time, up there with Kobe Bryant, uh, LeBron James, and uh, what's his name? Larry Bird, all these guys. Great, amazing, fantastic. We've got Michael Jordan on that list. Number two is Kobe Bryant. If you guys don't know who Kobe Bryant is, well, he's actually not, he's actually not on that list. Let me go back. LeBron James, sorry. LeBron James, um, LeBron James, <laughs> also legendary. Uh, he hasn't even finished his career yet. And what, he's in his mid-30s, just killing it since the age of 18, 19, when he joined the NBA league. Magic Johnson there too. Um, and then the last 23 is, do you guys know who the last number 23 is who played for? Uh, Mr. 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 LA Galaxy, yes, David Beckham. Um, David Beckham, LeBron James, and Michael Jordan. Now, what do all these guys have in common? What do they all have in common? 
they all wear the number 23. The number 23. And why is that? Well, it all originated from Mr. Michael Jordan. Um, I don't know the complete history, but when Michael Jordan wears number 23, there goes LeBron James following in the footsteps of the great. And then there goes Mr. Yes, Mr. Beckham, who also follows in with the greats wearing that number 23. If you guys are, are searching for a number of, of what to pick, pick number 23. You want to go for the sevens like Ronaldo? You want to go for the tens like Michael Owen? You want to go for the ones like a goalkeeper? Switch it up. Go for the number 23 because you're stuck. That's a great, great number to pick. Now, the thing about these greats is, is I've uh, any of you guys been watching Netflix recently? Comment right now. If you, if you guys have been watching Netflix documentary, uh, documentaries recently, uh, you, you guys know I, I've been preaching the top five documentaries in the, the last lockdown that I did, one of the last lockdowns. Uh, the top five documentaries, uh, just off the top of my head, were documentaries like The Defiant Ones, um, documentaries like Jiro Dreams of Sushi. If you guys haven't seen that documentary episode, make sure you go to the podcast version of this. It's now on Spotify. So if you type on type in lockdown xxx lockdown, um, you're gonna find the the podcast episodes. You can listen to this. Um, there there are lots of doc great documentaries around, but recently what's caught my attention on Netflix is this one documentary, and it's not playing on my screen. That just highlights a Michael Jordan, but it does follow the Michael Jordan and Chicago Bulls story, and it's called it's called the last dance uh, and it features michael jordan uh it features scotty pippen it features uh uh what's his name dennis rodman guy with the crazy hair now all of you guys might not have been alive uh when these guys were really in the great era of their time the greats of their time it's called the last dance yes the greats of the time um if you look at michael jordan now he's obviously you know he's older he's in his 50s scotty pippen dennis rodman you might you might you might know Dennis Rodman because he said something about North Korea uh, three three years ago. Two years ago, I think he met Kim Jong Un or something. Like he's he's a bit he's a bit crazy. But you see how that translated on the on the basketball court. You see how that translated to them as athletes. Now, what I want to say about that, guys, is uh, is the Last Dance on uh, on Netflix originally aired on ESPN. I think it's going to make one of my top five lists. I think it's going to make it the top five list. Uh, I'm only up to episode five, so don't tell me any spoilers, please, because I just haven't had time to watch the other episodes. It's something I do last thing in the evening before I put my head in the pillow. Um, but so something to know about The Last Dance, guys, is it's a great documentary so far, and it really goes into the psych, into the mentality of guys like Michael Jordan in his younger days and, and how you know certain experiences molded him into the, into the player he became. And how even he adapted from you know being all about himself, all about him being the best player, to then him adapting to the team environment, him relying on his team to make the crucial shots. Very similar to Cristiano Ronaldo, guys. If you guys uh, remember, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. You guys know what happened with Cristiano Ronaldo? He used to be regarded as one of the most selfish players ever. In Man United, you hear all the stories with Sir Alex Ferguson, with uh, all the Man United players talking about him. They all say, oh, Cristiano Ronaldo, he never passed the ball. He never wanted to pass the ball. He was all about dribbling, all wanted to, you know, make the powerful shots, but didn't have any accuracy on him. 
And he, I think uh, one of Cristiano Ronaldo's biggest inspirations, if not his biggest inspiration, was actually Michael Jordan. And you'll see exactly why in this documentary, Michael Jordan is 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 uh, uh, so individually focused, individually minded on being the greatest basketball, greatest athlete of all time, that you just you really see in the behind the scenes how he communicates with his players, uh, communicates with his coach, how badly he wants it. You'll see in the documentary before they won their first ever uh, Chicago Bulls, Bulls NBA championship, you'll see Michael Jordan talking to to his teammates after they lost the final to the Detroit Pistons. He says, guys, we need to get in the gym. In the off-season, all the team are in the gym. While everyone else is on holiday, all the team are in the gym, guys, working out, getting bigger, getting stronger because they're getting pushed off the ball. Back then, the Detroit Pistons were regarded as uh, the hard team to beat. They were hard, muscular. They're pushing players off the ball, getting people's uh, getting getting players frustrated. So what, what did the Chicago Bulls do in response? They went to the gym. They worked harder. And what happened when they faced the Detroit Pistons again the, the following season? They beat them. They beat them with that muscle and with that mentality, the mindset, the new mindset that they had that they could work harder and get better. So Michael Jordan, amazing, uh, amazing player, amazing documentary. I really recommend it. It's called The Last Dance. Right now, if you have a Netflix account, it's on Netflix. And it's definitely up there with one of the best documentaries I've watched because I'm hooked on it. But with a train effective right now, I'm also hooked on it. So I've got to focus on my train effective grind. I am uh, 24CK says it reminds me of a Ronaldo. Yep. You guys know the Cristiano Ronaldo story. If you don't, I really recommend you read about it because it, that's just like what I said. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo, regarded as, as, as a very selfish player in his younger days, full of talent, wanted to work hard, um, but thought the team revolved, had to always revolve around him. And uh, you'll see how his mentality changed. And Cristiano Ronaldo started scoring more, playing better, became the best player in the world. And that's only possible due to his teammates. You see that that's what happened with Michael Jordan as well. Great number 23s, guys. We've covered Michael Jordan. The next guy to cover is LeBron James. LeBron James, you guys know who LeBron James is. He's living right now. Um, uh, these guys are, are amazing. What I really want to do right now, guys, is uh, is get is get a framed LeBron James, Michael Jordan um, <laughs> a poster, and Kobe Bryant too, and just like have it there, like on the wall, guys, like there, like inspiration. Who does not want to be inspired by by that greatness every single day, right? God inspiring um what what more can you say about lebron james very similar uh very similar mindset and men mentality to michael jordan to the greats and um and someone to look up to again as well and number three number three guys is david beckham and uh, i know again a lot of you guys younger probably never saw david beckham even remember david beckham playing which is crazy to me um but uh, you might have seen him play at AC Milan. You might have seen him play at LA Galaxy when you were younger. Uh, but but David Beckham, again, one of the greats, one of the legends. And very similar stories to Michael Jordan, to LeBron James. David Beckham's a little bit different because he wanted to stand out. He wanted to be like basketballers in the NBA. They were regarded as celebrities. David Beckham also wanted to be a personality, a celebrity, a really famous person. And 
he he kind of changed the game in England and in football for a lot of players because here here was a player now David Beckham that really became one of football's real real celebrities uh, before obviously before David Beckham you had you know celebrities in football but David Beckham was the pinnacle he became the number one celebrity you know in the world in Europe especially um, and that's because he really treated himself differently to the others had more of the Dennis Rodman uh, charisma to him more of the more of the American kind of you know lights and glamour that he wanted and um, that's something to look up to and, and kind of look at David Beckham as well like he he is also someone that that had his own vision of what he wanted to do had his own vision and way he wanted to play and he applied that successfully on and off the field it's David Beckham Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, all the greats. So that's just something to say about those greats, guys. A little bit of discussion. Khan, Faizan, I'm shouting out your name right now. Danuk says, uh, what's up, Danuk? He says, what's Rio's opinion on hard work and how he changed? Yes, I know all about that because Rio explained it to me, how he changed as a player, um, how he really changed as a player uh, when he first came to United. Yep. Arash Ketchum, what are you doing up so late, man? Let's get some um, things on the board because I asked this question on Instagram Live or Instagram Stories today and I got a, I got a few few uh, shout-outs that I've got to say right now. So I asked a question about who you consider the greats and why. Uh, we have Ohad Aiton saying Messi and Ronaldinho. He's, he's someone that he considers greats to them. What more can I say? Messi and Ronaldinho, I mean, I don't have to say anything about them. Ronaldinho is in jail right now, but especially for you younger ones, watch your old videos of Ronaldinho. I mean, incredible. <clears throat> Here we go. Another one. Max Metzadaya says, Lionel Messi, his story is very similar to mine. I also used to take infections to grow. Just an example. Guys, I think that's really something to take away from Lionel Messi. For all you guys who, who complain you're too short, that the coach isn't picking you that because you're too short. Look at the story of Lionel Messi. He's not tall, but uh, but look how he became the greatest player in the world, one of the greatest players of all time, even though he was considered too small. Um, even though he had to take growth supplement hormones and stuff. I mean, this is someone that that everyone, like a lot of players doubt, a lot of coaches doubt it because just simply because of his height. Um so if that's someone that's not inspirational, I don't know who is. Kojo, Papa Omoa, God, I miss you, man. Sammy H, what is the biggest difference between semi-professional and professional-level football? I think uh, let's use the example here of Messi. It's all about the mindset. It's all about the confidence. And it's all about how hard you work and make no excuses. That's what I want to say in a nutshell. We have Yike. Of course, he's, she says, uh, Ronaldo for his dedication and hard work. Hashtag no excuses. That's number one X. No excuses, right? Who else do we got to shout out? Griezmann. Antoine Griezmann. Now, I've never heard this before. Because Antoine Griezmann is still quite young. I don't think you can consider him, consider him yet to be up there with the Michael Jordans of this world, the Ronaldos of this world, the Kobe Bryants and the LeBron James and the... Usain Bolts and the David Beckhams yet. I think uh, I think he, he still has a long way to go in his career. And obviously he's up there as, as one of the best. 
But can he make that bridge to that legendary status? Let's see, Ty. Let's see. Because, uh, because you know, that you know he has that long hair, don't care right now. But I think he needs to cut that hair and, and do care, if that makes any sense. <laughs> but he, Ty, Ty says because of his childhood, which is, I, I get. Let's see. Dex Design Group says, Kobe Bryant for his mentality and lifestyle. Who can explain me, guys, what the Mamba mentality is? Because um, cause be, to be honest with you guys, obviously Kobe Bryant's a legend. You guys know all, all know who Kobe Bryant is. I've I always see hashtag Mamba mentality, but I don't know exactly what it means. So if someone can explain to me Mamba mentality and to the audience what Mamba mentality means, it's going to be amazing. But for me, I guess it's similar to the three three X's, right? No excuses and excellence. But that's another shout out right there to Yike. Who else? Oh, we got another one. Steven Gerrard. Of course, Steven Gerrard because of his humbleness, leadership skills. His abilities, yes, Steven Gerrard, a one-man club all his life uh, with Liverpool. Just amazing, isn't it, um, what, he, what he accomplished? And it's, it's, I think you've got to put, you know how he slipped? Everyone always, I feel like 50% of his headline and attention these days is to back, going back to the moment he slipped. This guy was such a legend that, that it's so, so like annoying and frustrating to me that he gets judged for one moment of his, of his career. But guys, this guy's a legend. You can consider Steven Gerrard a legend. Probably a better player than David Beckham. Um, but just Steven Gerrard, like, yeah. Nemanja Vidic, good anticipation, very aggressive, yes. Nemanja Vidic, 100%. Uh, him and Rio Ferdinand as a defensive partnership in Man United. Incredible. What do you think of Mbappe's mindset? Uh, to be honest, I don't watch much of the French football. I only saw bits and pieces of Mbappe in the 2018 World Cup in Russia. So, I mean, look, it was, he was like young, right? Like two years ago, still two years ago. Young, raw, speedy, but... I didn't know. I don't know much much about his mindset. You know, I don't hadn't seen enough games to be able to say like, oh, he's like this or that. I think he's just raw talent at the moment, and obviously he's willing to work hard. And I think over the next five, ten years, we'll really see that talent flourish. Hopefully, in the Premier League, which is the main league that I love to watch. Lampard, of course, Frank Lampard. Um, anyone else, ma'am? I got a, I got a lot. Oops, Trump sent you two stimulus checks. Now I wasn't supposed to put that up there, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who's saying. Sometimes you get these random replies to your stories. I don't know what this guy's saying. Michael Jordan, yes, Michael Jordan. And uh, to explain what the Mamba mentality was, Danuk just said it perfectly. Mamba mentality is willing to outwork your opponent, not backing down. Got it. Great. Love it. Cool guys. This is a little bit of a discussion of the greats. It's constant. Oh, here we go. Sammy H O four six one says, "Mamba mentality. It's a constant quest to try and better today than you were yesterday." Great. What's up, Kulong? Oscar, Stephen, Fikiyami with the three X's. What's up, Fikiyami? Ruben Cunningham. Everybody said, "Got it. Great. It. Great. Love it." Papa Mo, I miss you too. Z Trillo, what's up? All right, guys. I'm going to answer three questions very strictly before I get back into my hustle again. Yes, it is Friday. Yes, 
the weekend is here. Yes, it is good weather outside, but I make it an effort that I try and do these lockdowns at least once, at least twice a week. And to give you the ultimate value, guys, and the ultimate, you know, value, the real learnings out of this, please give me suggestions, drop me messages, tell me what I should focus on because I feel like um, one of my greatest strengths is the ability to motivate and to inspire. And the more I can connect you guys with that, the better. So just tell me. Tell me. Let's get some questions right now. And let's do it. Are you guys preparing your questions? Just been hustling this week, guys. I mean, let's give you guys a little bit of an update. Like right now, we're focusing on um on the next kind of 12 months with Train Effective, and especially what we do with the app and what we what we add there, you know, with the new workouts and new content. Not just that, it's like what features features we're gonna add what things are really going to help the players, what what things people are going to really use. If you want to know a little bit about the journey of Train Effective right now, where we stand, I think we've done really well to get to this point. It's taken a lot of hard work. But right now, we're in the top 5% of apps, top, top 4% maybe. And what I want to do, what the Train Effective team really wants to do is we need to bring, bring it from that top 5% to the top 0.5%. This is our next goal. So you know how you set goals in football and life? You've got 10-year vision. We know what our 10-year vision is. We know what our five-year goal is. We've got, we've got to work backwards towards that. And the next stage is really getting not just a you know a good app, a decent app, something get good reviews and stuff like that, but we need to make it a real, true, proper five-star five experience, something that people want to talk about and rave about. And I think guys like Tushar, which we have here, Guys like Arash, who's saying we need a hologram coach on the train effective app, <laughs> and things like that. Um, think there's there's new levels to go, and we gotta we gotta build and prepare that, and that's exactly what we're doing right now. Train effective is with the team. We're defining what to do next. So let's ask three questions strictly. And again, guys, always sometimes I put these discussions out in the open on Twitter. So sometimes I literally put on Twitter, like, what can we improve? What can we do better? Tweet me, DM me, you know? Brandau, what's up? Let's get Brandau on the live to ask one of these questions too. <clears throat> to show effective, you want a question? Yes. Samir. Brandau, let's make sure let's make sure we get a question on together because I want to talk to you, but I want to see how, how everything's going. Um, how do you improve your confidence, Sammy H? How do you improve your confidence? Well, this is a long, could be a long answer. You can you write whole books on how to improve your confidence. But I think the number one way to improve your confidence is not basing your self-worth on other people's opinions. Got it? So if you're always constantly thinking what the coach thinks, what the play, other players think about you, what your parents are saying, what your friends are saying, what social media is saying, I think if you're always judging your self-worth based on on those people on other people's opinions, you're always your confidence is always going to be only to the level of how other people judge you, right? So if if other people are judging you and you you think you're great, you you know you're good, you know you're good, but you keep reading on social media that the Man your Manchester United player and the Man City fans keep commenting in your social media, you made this mistake, you're crap, 
you're absolutely rubbish, etc. Listen, in one ear, out the other, in one eye, out the other, just close it. Think social media and hate is, is a lot of players, a lot of, a lot of good reason why a lot of players don't progress or just drop out the game. You know, um, like sometimes guys, the social media, social media comments can be absolutely like just like ridiculous. I know a lot of players, um, if they have like a bad game, let's say England player, let's say Kyle Walker has a bad game and England go out of the World Cup because of his mistake, literally go on his Instagram account or his Twitter account the next day, read the comments, you will see death threats to his family. You will see the, some of the worst things anybody could say about maybe his wife, his daughter even. Just It goes beyond football. It's, it's just disgusting. And if you really take those things to heart and really absorb it in your brain, it will drive you absolutely insane and nuts and completely deflate your confidence. So that's something you guys can take away from the best, the, the greats that I talked about. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, uh, Messi, Ronaldo, all these guys, David Beckham, imagine all the hate that's been thrown on them. But their ability to overcome that and deal deal with it is what makes them not just superbly com- confident, but people that are superbly inspiring, people you can look up to as well, all right? So next, that's uh, one question. Next question, Brandel, you want to talk to me? I do want to talk to you. Uh, can we go live with you, Brandel? Let's go, Brand. Let's go live with Brandau. Um, Brandau, your team is on FIFA. I play with them in career mode. <laughs> Love it, man. My Kibo. Oh, Kibo. Brandau, go live. With Nick, we're gonna have to go live. Tushar, Tushar Talani, what's up? I was just, you know, I was just uh, editing a video before about you because I, I saw some of your videos in that Elite Challenge, and you had exactly the same background as you do now. Yeah. I love it. How's it going? Um, good. Uh, my question was like, so like, like you, you talk about a lot, like, uh, I heard you saying like, um, like to surround yourself with like positive people. And if you don't have any, like unfollow all those people like on social media and only keep your social media, like with like positive people. Yeah. Um, so like, I would say like in general, like what do you, what qualities do you look for? Like with people you hang out with like on a daily basis? Um, I never really thought about this before. I don't really, I don't think I really analyze the friend group because I just go with feeling. But now that you, uh, now that you said it, I think, um, I think the number one thing for me is if people are just themselves, like people just act themselves, then like, like that's, that's all that really matters, right? Some people can act super arrogant and confident, but if that's just them and they're not doing it because they're insecure, you don't feel that insecurity from them. It's just like, cool. Like, yeah. like I'm trying to think of it, someone who we know. Like, let's take Hashir. No, Hashir. Now, Hashir is a super arrogant. <laughs> He's not on here, is he? No. Hashir's a, um, Hashir's like a, uh, yeah, funny guy. Like, can be a bit arrogant sometimes, but he's just him, himself, and you don't ever feel like he's trying to be someone who's not. I feel like yeah. that's the number one quality. Yeah. yeah. But I think the number one thing to avoid is those the people that are like 
you know, I just I don't I don't like anyone that takes tries to bring other people down because they feel bad about like, themselves. Especially in school, it's like there's so many people like that. Mm. Like in high school, like yeah. I just went, I just like started high school. There's so many people like that, and it's like, it's like, and I think like it's good to have like a small group that you can really be with instead of having a huge group of friends where like you know like half of them you don't relate to or they just bring you down. So just, yeah. I think those great number 23s, man, that we were talking about here, they all have small circles. As popular as they are, they only really trust like five or six people in their group. Like they really, really only have like a small circle. Like, like what's happening at high school? Like any bad, any, do people call you out or like what, what do you hear? What do you see? I don't know. You just like, you just see like, like people doing stuff just like to make them look cool or stuff. Like, Give me you're an just example. sitting down and you see like 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 other day like oh like i'm just gonna i remember going the last day i had school because like obviously we don't have school anymore but the last day i was just sitting down in gym class there's like these like two like seniors like picking on this freshman now yo calm down like how do you get to do that what's the point how are they gonna help you at all how are they picking on him like what's like they were like like this like he was like his first i think he was like his one of his like for like he was new to the country he was like his first time playing like basketball or something mm. And they're like, bro, you suck. I'm like, bro, come down. He's like, get out of my team. You're bad. You know, sometimes you want to punch those guys in the face. But listen, like, there's always going to be those guys in life. And just the sooner you think, just the sooner you accept there's always going to be people like that. And this, listen, who cares about what they think? They're losers. I, th yeah. I think if I look back to the people who acted like that when I was in high school, I'm like, and I look at what they're doing now, man. They've they fallen off the face of the planet. They're losers, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Make friends with that guy though, who's like trying to actually play basketball, and even though it's first time in the country, like that's a that sounds like a cool dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But shot. Don't let him get to you because you're a freshman now, and not in high school. You're gonna have three, four more years. Just keep doing you, keep being you, and like naturally, those the people that. People are gonna, people are gonna gravitate towards that good energy of yours. All right, yeah, thank you. Yeah, we'll talk soon. Yeah, keep keep yeah, working, man. Thank you. you do. I'm, I'm editing your video. All right. Uh, I love it. See you later, man. To shot effective number one on the train effective leaderboard. Always. All right, Brandel, the big man. Let's go. So many fakers. So many people insecure, unfortunately, and Brandao with the Bugua. Nick, comment ça va, mon gars? Comment ça va? Uh, oui, oui. Uh, I don't know how to say good in French, but good, man. I'm good. Are you good? Yeah. How are things? Everything is good. Yeah. Everything is good. Um, keep working hard. Keep training. Um, but everything is going good because there are some plans um, that uh, I'm doing. So you're looking forward to it, but I need to be in the best shape of my life. So mm. that's why I keep trading and keep working hard. There's always plans, man. Ever, huh? since, ever since day one. Yeah, I know. But sometimes, you see, sometimes like you get um, like carried away in the, in the now in the situation that you are in now um so yes yeah, so that's why sometimes it's like yeah you just you're just like a bit like 
satisfied with what with what you have now. But. Mm. Which I don't think is a problem, because bro, like you've been working, you've been working hard for that, and a, a lot of a lot of people don't know like uh, what happened before you started those YouTube videos, right? Like when we met, like you, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, no one knew anything about you online, right? Or anything, yeah. and bro, like when you told me those stories of sleeping, sleeping in. Like rooms with what? What was it? Like five other people and there's cockroaches. You know those crazy stories. It's like people don't know all those years. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's man. true. I've been I've been through a lot in my life actually, but I think you you same with you as well. I mean, both grinding. Um, but yeah, but we keep doing. For sure. It's the only part. Yeah. I think uh, the good good discussion to have is like, at what point. Do you say yeah, I'm satisfied where where I'm at, and like I just want to maintain this? And at what point do you say I want to keep going for more? Like, um, like to be honest, you see, when you um, like, like like me, from my point of view, is um, like I did those videos, yeah, yeah, like over here. Obviously, my mind was every single day on how can I improve. How can I become better? What should I do? What should be my, my next step? What should be this and what should be that? Yeah. But once um, I've signed a contract with Kidderminster, I was kind of, um, okay, I am where I want to be now. Like I am, I have the opportunity to, to train full time, to play professional. So I was like, okay, that's good. So my mind kind of switched off because I was like, okay, I achieved what I wanted to achieve. Yeah. But I still didn't think of, okay, what could be next season, what could be in two years. So it was kind of a bit of a mistake. Um, you didn't have that next goal in place. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Because you always need a next goal, like in my opinion. And you can't be satisfied with, with, I think even like top athletes like Ronaldo. Yeah. I think if he would be satisfied with where he is, where he is now, mm. I think he wouldn't be able to achieve all those things 100%. that he had achieved. So, yeah, so always, always aim for higher things. Always. I, I think I realized, like, I, I hear a lot of like the great successful people talk about this and athletes and stuff. They always say like they're never satisfied. Like, yeah. even if you. Um, like Ronaldo, let's say he, he wins a Premier League with Man United, he's like the best player in the world, he's still not satisfied. He wants to like get the next, he wants to be the greatest of all time. Like he always has steps and levels. He wants to go. Yeah. Nice. When I, um, when I, you know, like, so Rio joined Train Effective, right? And he uh -huh. made this course and stuff. So what, when I talked to Rio about this, and he says like this on the course, on the app and things like that, He's like, he, he does this whole segment where he's talking about setting goals. And he was like, yeah, man, I've had goals since ever since I was 13, 14. Like when I was 13, I want to make it in the England schoolboys, the under 15 team. And when I make it in the England schoolboys, like I need to get in the West Ham under 16s. And from under 16s, I need to make it to under 18s. Under 18s to reserves. And then from reserves, I want to make it in the first team of West Ham. And then... Then he got a transfer to Leeds United, and then at Leeds he's like always striving for more and more and more until he becomes a captain of Leeds. Then he goes to Man United, wants to become the Man United captain. 
then wants to win the Champions League. And he, he said, like, throughout this whole time, he just always had goals and never settled. And, um, yeah, even nowadays, he's, like, retired. He still has, like, goals, man. And you can see he's almost, like, he's almost not satisfied. He just keeps, he wants to keep going, like, crazy. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's a good, um, like, mentality to have, to always, like, keep, like, aiming for higher things, aiming for more. But you know what is crazy? And to be honest, yeah, right now, it doesn't feel like it's an Instagram live. It's yeah. just like, I just talked to you. What Instagram what, live? Uh, what, we just, it's FaceTime, no? No, it's Yeah, okay. FaceTime. <laughs> but, uh, but more people more are watching. Um, no, but what I was about to say is, you know what is crazy? Um, for example, me, yeah, I'm six foot six, yeah. Mm. You see, when you like during lockdown, you have so much time to think about everything, and like, yeah. You look, you look like you've been thinking today. <laughs> yeah, no, like literally every day, I'm thinking a lot. <laughs> but, um, look, I'm six foot six, and my weight is um, and has always been since like six, seven years. Yeah, always between. 98 kilograms and 102 kilograms. Mm. So, and I always thought that this is like, this is normal because I'm tall. I'm not really like, I'm like, I'm not skinny, but I'm, I am skinny. Like you see, like if you see me, for example, now, look, for example, because now, look, no, you need to see, to understand, right? <laughs> right. Let's do this. Look, if you see me, yeah? Oh, snap. Yeah? What's like, okay. Cut. He's ripped and everything. But can you imagine? Right now, I lost like two kilograms. So now, right now, I'm on 100 kilograms. Yeah. yeah? 100 kilograms. And since seven years, I'm almost between 98 kilograms and 102 kilograms. And I was thinking, wait. Because sometimes when I play, especially during this season, with Kilimister, like my first year as a professional, and intensity is way higher than in the class before. We train every day. And at our club, every day, we have to be weighted. We have to be like, we have to go on a skate so mm. that, that you write down your weight and everything. We do tests of your hamstrings and all those kind of things. They're very, very professional environment. And I was always wondering, okay, I weigh 102 kilograms. Like, like I'm fit, like I'm ripped, you can see my six pack, everything is good, yeah. But when I played always, every game, every game is like always after, and I trained so hard, I trained so much, but every game after like 60, 70 minutes, I always feel like, oh, I'm, I'm tired. Why am I tired? I trained so much, yeah. Mm. And this is when I, I didn't really realize that. I didn't really think about that. I was just thinking, okay, maybe it's overtraining. Maybe I, um, I don't know. Just I'm tired. That's it. Yeah. But then the last couple of days, I just said, you know what? Let me compare myself. I know you should never compare yourself with other players because each body is different. Yeah. But I just wanted to see like how are other professional top athletes that are my height, how do they weight? Yeah, 
So, for example, players like me, like same height, like similar, Erling Haaland, Fandost, uh, mm. um, they're always like Lassina Traore, Peter Crouch, all those kind of things you see, tall, uh, either strike or centre back. But when you see, when you compare those weights, they weigh between 75, with like my height, mm. their weight is between 75 to like 90 kilograms. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, you can't compare yourself. And I look, I don't look fat, but I might be overweighted, even that you don't really see that. You see, so this is crazy. So I really think that till now, I, like, I, I was not able to play under my full potential because really, and I really think that I played like over seven years overweighted. You understand? Mm -hmm. So right now, I'm on a track to lose like 10 kilograms to see how it feels to play with less than 10 kilograms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. understand? Because my goal is really to come between 85 and 90, but not to look sick, skinny, but like you understand? Wow. So that's what I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to right now. And the thing is, yeah, because you said so often in your vlogs or in your Instagrams and everything, mm. that this time, this carrot time, this corona thing, the time. what's going on, it's like it's the best time made in your life, and I swear, Nick. Yeah, I tell you, Preach. time right now. Since seven weeks, yeah, I haven't been like so, like so good. You can't imagine. Like every day, I wake up six o'clock. I work on my clothes. I work on this. I work on. I try to inform myself on nutrition. Like so many things, unbelievable. But you've got all the time in the world, yeah, and you're making the most exactly. of it. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. I, How are you spending? How are you spending this uh, time? I'll explain in a minute, but back to your point about losing weight. Didn't like Lukaku, Lukaku had the same kind of issue where, and then he dropped like 10 kilos or something. And I'm not quite sure, but Lukaku, he weighs like 92 kilograms. So I think, in my opinion, he's still a bit overweighted, but I mean, each player should play where they're comfortable with. So, and obviously, he's comfortable with his weight, scoring mm. 20 goals. So, and, and um, the other guy, uh, Anthony Joshua, um, you know, when he fought against, uh, uh, what's his name, Andy Ruiz, he was like 15, he like, he lost that fight and then he dropped like 10 or 15 kilos, I think. So, oh, is it? yeah, so he could have stamina for the fight. And then that's how he beat, that's a big reason why he beat Ruiz because. Reese is just a big guy, like throwing punches and stuff, but but he got tired, and where Joshua could just really like keep up. Yeah, yeah. So oh, I yeah. think it's. I would love to see. You should, man, make that vlog in that. Make a vlog in that. Uh, I, my plan, because my plan is big. Like um, next, like when this thing is over, there's gonna be some plans. Because um, I'm planning to start vlogging again. But this time, I'm going to, um, like, do all in. <laughs> or nothing. What does that mean? Oh, what does that mean? No, it means that you see the last days, I watched, like, you didn't, do you know of, of a guy called Gary V? Of course, man, yeah. Like, listen, can you imagine? I didn't know him. Like, I don't know him. What? Yet, until, like, two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Like, this guy, I didn't know him. 
until two weeks, I just like, like bumped into one of his videos online and I was just thinking, wow, who's this guy yet? Bruh, two weeks, every single day, listening to Gary V. This guy is a beast. Like, this guy knows things unbelievable. And the, and the thing, I think I posted it today on my story that um, today I listened to something where, he, where he's, he's talking about not worrying about other people's opinion yeah. and those kind of things that those... Or for example, if you are like, if you do social media, that those followers, doesn't matter how many you have, they can't, they can't pay your bills. At some point they can, because you get like ad revenues and all those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's why, man, there's, there's loads of things. I, I think, I think, listen, uh, people don't know, like, because I think a lot of people watching know who Gary Vaynerchuk is. Man, I've been uh, I've been on that guy since two thousand and eleven. I wrote an email oh, to him. Which guy? Which Gary V. Gary Vaynerchuk. Oh, Gary V. Like th this guy. I think a lot of people, when you first see him on like Instagram video, you think, who who's the scam artist? Who's the scammer? Like he just yeah. talks loud and whatever. But once you get over that and you really listen to the podcast, Gary V. Experience or Tea Time with Gary V. Hey, Brenda, get on the yeah, get on tea, tea get on that Tea Time yeah. thing. Yeah, please. Huh? Get on that tea time thing. Oh my oh, god, yeah, I'd love yeah, to. That goes, that goes over an hour always, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, like, that's like my morning show. Every single morning I'm listening to tea time. Well, get on that. Get on that. I'd love to see you on that. Oh, well, how can you get on that? Uh, I think, I think uh, you either need to be part of his text service or Twitter or something like that. But I, th yeah. I think there's ways. Like, uh, I know the tech guy of that. I know the tech guy, like the Dustin, you know that Dustin guy? Oh, who comes on sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I, uh, I have a connection with him, so I'm going to, I'll like, yeah, let's see if we can get you. Yeah, man, that'll be big. Shit. Gary, this yeah. guy is a legend. He is, he is. Literally. He is. But um, back to your original question, how am I spending this time? Yeah, man, just like hustling, bro. Every day. Um, Every day? I'd say what I do, I preach. I, I preached a few months ago, two week, two months ago, that this is the greatest opportunity ever. I really believe in that, and I'm trying to embody that every day. I think, I think back to you know when you said overthinking. I think that's really maybe the biggest downside of having so much time alone, and you know yeah. you're not with your family all the time, and like I, I know how that is. But if you can manage that, you know it's fine. And just, just yeah. Get to that stage where you don't overthink and you just you realize like okay thinking is important but I gotta do that's most important. Yeah. That's true. But you know, let me ask you one question because I value your opinion. Yes, man. Because obviously we both we do like literally the same. But look, the last days I was thinking about mm. um setting up a second channel, mm. literally. Um because I was thinking, look, the things that I want to do um like because obviously now it's the situation is like that yeah mm. if people google my name yeah because obviously i play football so football clubs if you go to shrouds or whatever like obviously they google your name <coughs> they want to get <coughs> informations about you and all those kind of things yeah. and obviously when people google my name they want to find those videos and yeah, find out about those videos. 
And <coughs> some people, they might think, even that you don't care of other people's opinion, but it's the fact that um, some people might think, oh, he does YouTube videos, so he's not serious. Yeah, can you, do you understand? I think yeah. you understand. Uh, I think you understand. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So some people might think, oh, he just he's a YouTuber. Like you, don't, you can't imagine how many times I've been approached on the street saying, oh, I'm not that YouTuber. You see, and I don't want, and I don't want to be approached by, oh, you're a YouTuber. I want to be approached by, oh, you're a footballer. You understand? So, yeah, obviously when people go with my name, they're going to find those videos. So, some people might think, oh, he's, he's, is he really a footballer or does he just do YouTube videos? So, I wanted to set a, separate, like a second channel with like a complete different name. And, um, yeah, so would you, because I was thinking, look, if people, if so, that like obviously, like I can't, I can't delete all my videos, so they're gonna be there forever. So if people who my name, they're still gonna find those videos. But I could say that I stopped doing those videos because they could see the last video, the date, and then on the second channel, I would do, I would con like continue to vlog and all those kind of things. Or should I just just keep doing with the first channel, bro? I think we live in really, I completely get your question because I've been there. I, mm -hmm. I understood, but I don't think you can, this is the thing, like you can't fake who you are and yes. you're really great at that YouTube stuff and you're great as a footballer too. I think we're co coming in a new generation, like a new age now in the 20, 2020s where yeah. it's more accepted that someone can make YouTube videos about their life and be a great footballer. I, I think you need to look at yourself, man, as a pioneer to this stuff, as, a, as someone that's creating a path, creating a way for, for this to become more normal. People sharing the real stories, the real journey of their life. Like yeah. uh, Connor, I don't know if Connor's still on here, Connor Parsons, uh, I don't know if he's still on here. Um, but that's that's someone who's just come up with the with the YouTube stuff. Like he he got released from Norwich, was playing at that Premier League academy. Oops, shit. He, he was playing at Norwich, got released from that Premier League academy. Now he's making stories about his, his life, about his journey, about his comeback. And if there's an old coach, you know, and says oh, he's making videos. Sorry, what's his name? What's Connor his name? Connor Parsons. Okay. Yeah, Connor, if you're still here, say hi. But like, I'm like, uh, like, be the pioneer, man. You got this. You're, you're, you keep doing your thing. You keep being who you are. And over time, I th like, it's, it's going to become the norm. And you got to do you, you know? You got to do you. At the end of the day, you got to the Kidder, Kidder Minster. Uh, I can't even say the name. Kidder Minster, right? Yeah, making YouTube videos and bro, remember how I told you? Uh, I was like, bro, <laughs> delete that video of you at that Arsenal training ground and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, did you like? Did you realize I deleted? No, I didn't delete it. But it's like on on private. Yeah. Like it's not before anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I think if this would be still on. Oh my days! Like there would be things going on, like unbelievable. Yep, unbelievable. 
hundred percent. And um, yeah, like. But, but you know what? But you know what? Like I've said to it, like since yesterday, I had everything perfect. Like I had the name. Yeah, I was just so close. Just on my social media, so guys, follow me on my second. Follow me on my second channel because of this and that. But this morning, I watched Gary V. Yeah, yeah, and exactly talking about um, yeah other people's opinion and this. And and this and that, and he literally saying things like, um, "Look, you only live once. Mm. Um, like, you need to put yourself out there because you never know. Like, because look, there's there's always like, look, because this YouTube thing, yeah. Without this YouTube thing, I wouldn't be where I am now. Yeah. For example, look, this brand, yeah, Bukuva. Yeah. I I was just thinking of it. I would never in my life ever like a brand, yeah, yeah, without me going on YouTube and saying bonjour, guten tag, what's up? <laughs> oh, that's what and it I means. I didn't know. I was like, what is Bugua? It was like exactly. a French name. And now I get it. I didn't even know how I came up with this phrase, yeah, since the first video. I don't even know. It just, it just came out like bonjour, guten tag, because that's three languages. I didn't even think about I didn't even think of it. Yeah. And then realized, oh, this is nice. Like I'm I'm known for that. I'm approached on the street by Bonjour Guten Tag was up. So why don't you not create a brand? So yeah, so that's why all those I think process of being like, look, why why changing yourself? Why setting up a second no. channel? Because you don't want that people know about your YouTube stuff. But this YouTube stuff make me to the person that I am now. So why no, change it? Don't change anything, bro. Just realize you're at the start of this curve. You're going to see in 10 years, people that are copying brand out, people are copying me, people copying like people, because you started, you, you're part of this, the way that's starting this. Can I, can I just say something more? Yeah. Nick, yeah? Nick Humphreys. I think sometimes it's when you're the person yourself, yeah, like you don't really realize how how you impact other people's lives, yeah? Mm. I might have impacted maybe two, three, four people by signing my first professional contract after what I've been through and just seeing my journey, everything, yeah? But honestly, yeah, this whole thing, this whole YouTube thing wouldn't be possible if you, yeah. Mr. Nick Humphreys, yeah? <laughs> if you, Nick Humphreys, wouldn't do what you've done with this 100-day challenge to pro contract. Because you have to imagine, yeah, listen, you have to imagine every single day, like before moving to England, watching a guy named Nick Humphreys doing what he's doing, literally, like, it's just an unbelievable inspiration. Mm. So, oh, seriously. See, so you, you set the path, I think, for so, so many people. Yeah, thank you. It should be reminded of. Yeah, I appreciate it, and uh, yeah, but that's that's what happens when you you create something and people like it. Then like other people gonna yeah, just like create the same thing or like find inspiration in that. And at the end of the day, that's gonna help more people and impact more people. So it's good, man. You know what I want this to be though. Back to your people yeah. and YouTube YouTube thing is is I really want like man, I really see. 
bro, this whole thing, there's a, there's a lot more of people that are really good footballers and good at YouTube. What if you had all these people in one place? Yeah. Like the become elites, the Connor Parsons, the, uh, there's a lot more. I see there's uh, Jake Blake or something. Uh, oh, my, yeah. all, all these guys, I just see like a, a crew or no crew, like a, like a group, like a niche forming. I'm like, bro, what if all these people who are all decent players, what if they all came together and everybody is bonded by one thing, right? Like we all have some story with football and we all have this story of how we got into YouTube and started sharing our story. What if everybody was in one place? Like what for a team, you know? <laughs> a team playing against, you know, uh, Chelsea or whatever it is. Like I just... Yeah. I really see a, a future in this, a potential in this, and behind the scenes, I'm working on something. So, oh, okay, no, that's good. Like, good. like, bro, like, I really think if that, if a team like that was created, people want to play more for that team than they want to play for Chelsea. It sounds yeah. crazy. It sounds crazy, sure. but these days, I don't. Like, if I look at the Chelsea team, who do I? Like I like Billy. Like I don't know any of the. I don't really know any of those players. Mm -hmm. But w what if you had really people sharing their story, like, and they're all in a team? Rising Ball yeah. is a good example too. I like Rising Ballers and hashtag oh, and all that. But yeah. I think this is a future, man. Innovation. Jeez. No, but anything is anything is possible. And um... I see Dons, Yes, true. Oh yes, yeah, he got. He got. Yeah, I like. But but with those teams, but take it to the next level, like professional status. You know, man, I, I think this would just kill, would kill it. <laughs> I, I'm thinking the same way as I was thinking before I started that hundred day challenge. I'm like, man, if I if I did that hundred day challenge thing, I'm, it's gonna kill it. Like, and and it, it did. Like a lot of people watched that. Now I'm like, man, if you got guys like Brandau and Connor Parsons and certain players like this shit, this stuff would just blow up and that's oh you think so yeah 100% because and the, the stigma between being a youtuber and a footballer so you can't be both no you can be both yeah. and here's a team with all both and they're gonna beat you know beat Chelsea or beat freaking Kidderminster or whatever team you know I see yeah. it. I, I can see it. But I think, I think that happened um, even that like YouTube footballers like Hashtag United for yeah. example they, they are playing against like proper teams. Yeah. 100%. Everything. And um, Sheldon Tweedy, yeah. Sheldon Tweedy. You get Sheldon Tweedy the common leads on board and just Hashtag are doing their thing. This is uh, this is a little bit different but uh, Brandau this live is ending. Hold on. 10 yeah, seconds left. Okay. Let, let's uh, go back on the live and then uh, uh, wrap up. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> D2 Wavy, first one. All right, hold on. Let's get uh, Brandel. Yeah. Anyway, I really see that's like it's a thing. it's going to be a thing. 
but we gotta create it. Gotta create it. And everyone can wear the bogoa and be their self, man, and, and show that story. But yes, like let people see that story and. Oops. Anyway, <laughs> I'm reading the comments right now to see if people would really, if people would really want something like that or like be interested in something like that. But I really see that that being something. I can really see it clearly. Like, if you had the choice to play for Chelsea or for uh, Train Effective FC or whatever it is, people want to play for Train Effective FC because they just relate way more to those people. Yeah, it's just more inspiring. It's more real. Yeah, yeah. but you know, um, you know what is? Um, can you actually explain me? Like, probably you know UK football trial, yeah? Because I, I always wanted to know that UK football, you know UK football trial. Yeah, of course. And obviously, um, I think you've been there, but I've been there. Everything, but sometimes, and for me, it is it is scary that. Obviously, each person don't want to be told that he's not good enough mm. or not good or something, yeah? But some players at UK football trials, when you see them, because obviously it costs money to be there, yeah? You have the opportunity to, to trial, to train in front of scouts. But some people are just so bad, so <laughs> terrible, yeah? And how do people pay like 100 pounds and they really think that they're going to be scouted and they are just so bad and i'm like how how is that possible how can someone yeah, well, i've seen a false image of himself and thinking really that look you can't like you're not good enough but look now the real question because obviously you're doing with train effect and all those mm. kind of things because it's all about motivating, inspiring that you can do it. Because obviously without training, in my opinion, everything is possible, yeah. But they still need to be a bit of a bit, little bit, just a little bit of talent, a little bit. Yeah. To to be able to aim a professional career in football, to make that as your living. But with you being an influential person, having this like big company, train effective. And imagine there would be someone from your inner residence guest. Mm. Yeah, because I always wanted to ask that. Imagine there would be someone from your in residence guest mm. um, being there for a week with you training with, with Coach Moses, by the mm. way, best coach. Do you follow and him on Instagram? Do you follow him on Instagram? Coach Tom Moses? Yeah, yeah he, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put his handle right here because people can follow that as well. Yeah. Okay. He has Instagram but, now. Um, yeah, so imagine you have one guest of your in residence things, programs. Yeah. And he's like, you can, you can see, like, he's maybe 13, 14, 15, maybe 16, even. Yeah. But it's really not like good. Yeah. But obviously, he's coming to your train effective to improve, obviously, and to yeah. probably aim for something yeah. in, with football. But if he's not really good enough, would you be, I don't know if brave is the right word, but would you be able to tell him or to tell him, look, like, it's, it's not going to work out? Would you do that? Yeah, sure. 
I think. Oh, I mean the thing, bro. The thing with that in resident, the in residence program we have is like it's not. Uh, we we really want to help players and take them to that next level, yeah. but and there's genuinely the opportunities there. It's like why I'm not a fan of that UK football trials, and I'm really not a fan of these open trials because I feel like first and foremost they're just money making things, you know, schemes. Unfortunately, yeah. and that's just I don't like it. But um, but yeah, if 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 we if someone like Mo or whoever feels like yeah, it's not gonna work out, then yeah, I think it's it's good to say that. But never the the whole message we want to always bring is like, don't stop improving. Like you can always strive for higher. You can always do better. But you also got to understand that point one percent or lower are gonna make it to that professional level. Like. And if you if you started playing when you're 19, like some people have come to the in residence and they started playing a year ago, maybe they can be professionals, but in nine years, when they're 33, like, do you want to spend nine years doing that? And there's never guarantee of you playing professionally. It's up. It's maybe you have to be one in three billion people to be able to say yes to that. But yeah, 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 that's true. But yeah, man. But back to that UK football trials, man. Like with the open trials, you get asked that all the you get asked that all the time too about people asking, "Hey, how was UK football trials, or how was this open trial?" No, to be honest, I get like yeah, I get that asked a lot. But one thing I think I get asked one thousand times mm. is, "How do I get an agent?" First question, and second is. If um, because a lot of people they um, they like they don't know like they, they always ask me if should I how can I trust the agent if he if he asks for money like should I pay your agent and my official answer to that is that look because you need to think of of this yeah an agent obviously is there to help you but of course he it's like a business yeah. So he does the money with his wall. It is a business. You to a club. If if he brings you to a club, and you are good enough, so the club, the club signs you. Obviously, the agent gets the fee. So this is his living. Yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, is there are agents who ask for money. Yeah. But if an agent asks you to pay him that just means like it doesn't mean that he's he's not serious it doesn't mean that he's a scam it doesn't mean that but it just means that that you don't he don't really believe in you like he don't he don't really see you as like like proper good enough to because if you're good enough like if he really thinks or if he believes in you like in my opinion if he really believes in you like he won't ask you for money because he knows that he can make money with you. You understand? But if he asks you for money, it's like, uh, it's so bro, weird. bro, this is this is why I'm so passionate about what we're doing with Train Effective because what people really don't know, like people really don't know, is I want is like I really want to solve some of these issues that they seem small, like agents and open trials, but really they're big, big problems, like. Yeah. Uh, even academies, even if you get in a professional academy, there are a lot of issues there, like mental health issues and 
when people get released, like it's not a good, it's not a good thing. There's a lot of crap that's broken. Um, number one with those, and those open trials, agents asking for money. Is, even the academies themselves, these are all businesses. Like if you play in the Liverpool Academy, that's a business for Liverpool. Like, and this business thing always comes over a player's welfare, I feel. So I think back to your point about the agent, man, if anyone asks for money up front and they're an agent, like block them, delete them immediately. Because I've been in that situation about eight, nine years ago where someone I thought I trusted, they asked for money because it was like a, even a former coach of mine and stuff. So I really thought I trusted that guy. He asked for money up front and I thought it was like a normal thing. Like, okay, you give some money and then the agent finds you a club. All right. I did it and then the guy, he was just terrible. Like, yeah. No, but it, like a couple of years ago as well, three years ago, I was so close to pay an agent 500 euros. Yeah. Because yeah, he asked for, I've had a recommendation, oh, just go to him and everything. And, and he asked me for 500 euros. And I was close to pay him. But then I just said, you know what? Why should I pay 500 euros and everything? And you know what? And, it, and I found out later that this agent is, like, is the proper scam. And I was just so thankful that I haven't paid him. But there are so many others who paid him. So oh, yeah. you really be so careful about paying agents. People, people also pretend to be other people. Like pretend to be... We had some DMs where this guy was asking, hey, um, hey guys, hey Train Effective, thank you because uh, this Crystal Palace coach contacted me. And this is a oh. screenshot of the email. And the guy sent the screenshot and the email was like, Crystal, uh, Mark, Mark from Crystal Palace at gmail.com or something. I forget what yeah. it was. And it, it was just an impersonator. It was a fake. But this guy was about to send him all these details and everything and Man, this this stuff happens all the time. It happens all the time. Like, it's, I I, 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 I want to change that, man. I want to change yeah. that. But it's it's hard. Like, I mean, look, even even regarding to these agents, before yesterday, I um I had an email. Yeah, I received an email, and it was legit. Like, it seemed like legit. And they said, "Oh, look, I've, I've heard you play for Kidderminster, this and that, yeah. but you got." and everything and I hear I see even some comments that oh why you got released and everything. I think there's a story about I'm gonna I'm gonna say that soon. Yeah. But um yeah so it was legit he said why like you got released this and that and we we wanna help you and I was thinking oh okay like, oh yeah he knows everything about me mm. and then he was like okay I forwarded you um, like application for a trial or something mm. to fill out, mm. and they were not asking for money and everything. But <laughs> it was a trial. No, no, listen. It was a trial for Middlesbrough and Queens Park Rangers first team. And I'm like, okay, wait. How can you get me a, a like a trial for a championship club when I play like national league? And it's like I was just thinking, nah, like. Mm -mm. No. And nah. we work with this. Uh, I probably shouldn't say that, but like this football, uh, football academy, we know. Um, we, yeah, they're really good guys. But they know a few that are in London, 
and there's one that's promoting that they're getting trials with players uh, at Chelsea and Arsenal and stuff like that. Um, and and like it's just all it's all bull bull it's all BS it's all fake it's all yeah, yeah let's put it on Instagram and like more players are gonna come and pay for our training and etc. But it, for opportunity that doesn't exist. I've been in Italy. Uh, I could go on, on and on about. Yeah. We, we need to we need to do another live uh, next week, Brando, because there's yeah, so much more I could talk about. Yeah, why not? Let's talk more next week because uh, I gotta I gotta go for dinner. Otherwise, my girlfriend's gonna get really upset. She's already upset, so I gotta I gotta bounce. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this this went much longer than than I expected, but I reckon we should yeah. do this again, man. I reckon we should uh, keep talking about this stuff. Yeah, but keep safe. Keep being creative. Keep doing your stuff, bro. 100%. Me too. Yeah, cheers, bro. It's good to catch up. Yeah, it's unexpected <laughs> this happened over uh, Instagram, though. But uh, yeah. let's... Um, I think, man, if we keep talking about this stuff, it's going to bring a lot of value and awareness to people. Yeah, definitely. And you can also share what you're learning from the Gary Vee stuff because I think that's important. That's true. 100%. That's true. Oh, <laughs> All right, yeah, man. Okay, Bonjour. Good to talk. What's up, bro? Yeah, bro. All right, man. Yeah. We talk soon. Okay, see you later, bro. Really good. Really good stuff. Peace, Say bro. hi to your girlfriend. I will, I will. Did you meet her? No. Do you want to Do you want to introduce her? No, no. Her she, she's off the social <laughs> media, man. I don't, I don't do it. All right, I got to go. See you, bro. <laughs> Peace. Yeah, okay. Brandel, right, guys, I, I gotta, I really gotta leave. Um, everybody that's on here right now, we we originally started this whole live with uh, talking about the greats, the number twenty threes, the LeBron James, the Michael Jordans, the uh, the David Beckhams of the game. I think we had a really good, really good chat about that, and we had a really good chat with Brandel at the end, really unexpectedly. That was completely unplanned. Um, so big shout out to Brandel. If you guys want to watch the full live. Uh, make sure you go to um, well. This Instagram is going to be saved, but if you type in Nick Humphreys on YouTube, I'm reposting. I'm reposting this stuff on YouTube, like these saved videos. So right after this stream, there'll be a saved like YouTube video, and you can rewatch parts of this if you want. Um, also, this will be on the podcast, which will be called Lockdown XXX. If you type in Lockdown XXX on like on Spotify. I just put it here in the live. You can subscribe to the, the podcast and I'm putting all these episodes out there as well. I think definitely the next one, we got to get Brand down on board because I feel like we could talk for hours and hours and hours more about a lot of these things happening in football and a lot of things I feel like together, also with you guys watching, that we, we could change. Um, because, uh, man, not, an, not nearly enough awareness is brought to these topics and these issues and sad to me that people don't speak out about it even though we see it every day on train effective even though i see it every day with these messages the emails that come in there's so so many scams so many issues so many people that have been affected and i can't i can't hold my breath and not say anything about it we got to do something about it you know so thank you guys appreciate it see you rampa see you, uh georgie football see you. it's boy months 2004 day broads daniel uh, Alexander Second, see you guys later. Official Chris, this was the three X's. This was no excuses, excellence, 
and multiply by unity. And we're definitely multiply by unity with the big man, Brand Dow. So peace, guys.